everyone else is floating away and, you know, looking for sea life, pointing things out to each other. And I'm just stuck to this rock and I'm watching them get smaller and smaller. And in my head, I'm just thinking, if you don't let go of this rock, you will die here alone at the bottom of the ocean in the Galapagos. From outside, this is The Daily Rally. Short stories of resilience in the face of big challenges and unexpected adventures. Today, an unhappy lawyer learns how to let go with help from the ocean. After this. My name is Tiffany Duong. I usually go by Tiff. I live in the Florida Keys in Isla Morada. I'm an explorer and an ocean storyteller. I used to be a really unhappy lawyer. It was downtown Los Angeles in a high-rise, you know, concrete jungle, the whole bit. I was just like, well, I made this decision to go to law school, which means I'm going to be a lawyer. I am a pretty type A overachieving kind of person. And so I was doing really well, but becoming sadder because success just begot more work. And I remember feeling like I had two personas. I had my work self and my outside work self. And I only felt like real me for, you know, those two hours at the end of the day or the two weekend days or two weeks of vacation a year. And it just felt really disconnected. I for sure remember like sobbing under my desk at least once a week and muffling my cries so that my coworkers wouldn't hear it. And then like getting back up and being like, okay, well, got that out like like a cigarette break, like a sob break, and then getting back to work. I was just like a hamster on the wheel because it wasn't a real possibility to leave. I didn't know there was a way to actually like work and like it. There was one day I was alone at the office working at 3 a.m. on some crazy like 300 page contract. And I got an email saying, oh, come dive the Galapagos. And I was a pretty new scuba diver. So that's an advanced destination. But I was like, you know what? This sucks. Like, (laughs) we're just going to go for it. So I signed up. And then I kind of forget about it. And the trip comes up and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I guess we're going. And I know nobody going on the trip. It's the first time diving off a ship, like off a liveaboard and internationally. So it's a lot of firsts for me. And I'm not even interfacing with that because I'm still probably wrapped up in whatever work I left behind. And I get to the Galapagos, and I remember the first night on the water, the ship is sailing out, and I find myself drawn to the bow of the boat, and I'm standing there, like, Titanic-style. There's, like, 
wind rushing through my hair. The ship is cutting through the water and it's bioluminescent water. So the waves are like glowing. And then there's dolphins jumping into that. So they're making it glow more. And then that glow is mirrored by the stars above. So it just looks like you're floating through glowy space. And then there was a volcano in the distance. Like, so you see glowy, it, it was like out of this world, magnificent. And I just started crying. My soul was like, wow, you can be happy. Like there's beauty and it's so inspiring and you can still feel it. It was a lot of feelings and especially coming off of years of trying not to feel, it was cutting into my soul and like life was flowing again. And I didn't sleep a single night in my cabin. I actually like took my comforter and I I slept on the deck because I didn't want to be away from that beauty for even a millisecond. There was one dive, it's a drift dive. That is, you have to drift with the current. So you don't like go to a set spot and sit, but the current takes you and you just let it because it's way too strong to fight. I was terrified because I'd never done a drift dive before. I'd never let the sea just take me. And I remember sinking to the bottom of the sea and finding the biggest rock I could find and holding on for dear life. And everyone else is floating away and looking for sea life. And I'm just stuck to this rock because I was like, we're not gonna trust this. This is too scary. And I'm watching the rest of the group drift away. And in my head, I'm like, if you don't let go, you will die. You will die here alone. And they're getting smaller and smaller. And I'm like, okay, it's now or never. Like, if you don't let go, you literally will be lost. I was screaming internally. And finally, I was like, ah! And I let go. And I didn't even, like, push off or anything. I just, like, opened my fingers slightly. And the current took me. And the moment it did, all of my fears vanished. It felt like I was flying and it was so light and freeing. And then I remembered like, oh, we're all actually here because we're looking for whale sharks. Like we are looking for this magic animal. And so we rode this underwater highway, invisible highway, looking for whale sharks. And I was just, it was like the first time I really felt stoke in my life. And I was filled with excitement and joy. My life has changed from that moment in every way possible. I realized kind of like I'm so wound up and so in control of this life that I don't actually even like. Like, I have to learn to let go. I I almost didn't get back on the plane to LAX. I was like, I need to have this happiness in my life. I can't keep not feeling. And so I did ultimately get back on the plane. And as it was landing, I made this vow to myself. I was just like, Tiff, promise nothing will ever be the same. And and then I was like, okay, we're going to hold ourselves to that. And so I went back to work and within a month I, I quit without a plan. And then I was just like, we, we have to figure this out. Like, I just cannot tolerate not feeling alive anymore. 
moved to do a diving internship that was four months long in Isla Morada, and I have not left, and it's been five years. One of the things that has helped me the most in this journey is realizing that I'd rather disappoint everyone else than disappoint myself. And holding true to that has guided me into many different evolutions of myself since then. And with each one, I feel like I become more authentic and more confident and more real. You can't always control where life's going to take you. And if you stop trying to, you might actually end up somewhere better. Just try to figure out your next best step. Because from that vantage point, you might see a different path forward, a better one, a truer one. What lies out in the blue might be more magical than what you're leaving behind. If it excites you and scares you at the same time, it probably means you should do it. Because that internal voice is trying to guide you back to yourself. Tiffany Dwan is an explorer and storyteller. She left corporate law to campaign for our planet. Now she writes, speaks, and leads from wild places all around the world. Follow her on Twitter and Instagram at Tiff Makes Waves. That's at T-I-F-F Makes Waves. This episode was produced by Sarah Vitak. We want to hear your stories. Please nominate the people in your life who found a way to rally. Go to outsideonline.com slash daily rally, where you can also see photos of many of our guests. The Daily Rally was created for Outside by me, Kat Jaffe, and House of Pod. The executive producer for Outside is Michael Roberts. Additional production and script editing by Marin Larson. Our audio editors are Kevin Seaman and Benny Beausoleil. And our music is composed by Louis Weeks. We appreciate our Outside Plus members who make this show possible. If you're not already a member, you can join us at outsideonline.com slash pod plus. Thank you for listening.